Camus. Giving us a fit today, anyway. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't letting people be great today, my man. It wasn't letting people be great. <laughs> hey, but they don't know who they, they don't know who they. No, they don't. We survive. We hey. survive in this thing, man. But we in this thing. We want to welcome each and every one of you listeners and supporters to the Ball and Gems podcast. I'm your co-host Cameo Williams from Gems in the Gym. And I'm Prentice Bailey from Ball and Prep. And together we form the dynamic and awesome. Fabulous and tremendous and outstanding ball and gems podcast duel. And we heading to the Northeast, baby, to the W. We're going to the W. And we won't, and we won't be denied, we will baby. Not be, you know what? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes this app be trying to be Matumbo and trying to reject us, but we're not gonna let you wag your little finger at us, anchor. We out here in these and we out here in these streets <laughs> trying to get her done. So we're gonna get it done. We're gonna go, we're gonna go to the W. Uh, catch up in uh, on time and on target. We have the WNBA's Connecticut Suns head women's basketball coach Kurt Miller is in the building. Welcome to the Ball and Gems podcast, Coach. Thank you for having me. Hey, we, it's it's a blessing to have you. First and foremost, we want to make sure we have our manners intact. So we want so we want to know how are you doing, like mentally, spiritually. Um, physically, one regarding COVID, and two, just with everything that's going on in our country right now. Yeah, as most people know that uh, I spent my off-season um, in Bloomington, Indiana. I have a rental home uh, with my son. So I, I have not been by myself. Uh, uh, been fortunate to be with my adult son who... Yeah, we got you. Yep. We got you, me? P. Yeah. We got you, Kurt. Kurt, you got a great connection. Go ahead. So he's with your adult okay. son. Yeah, with my adult son in Bloomington. And, and he, like many graduates in this... Um, unprecedented 2020 class. He graduated from Indiana University uh, a few weeks back and uh, yeah, have been enjoying this time. I've, I've been back since early March um, and so been enjoying this time that you don't typically get uh, with my adult son. So uh, that's been great. I have not physically walked into a store uh, since early March. Wow. Uh, nice to have a young, healthy son that does all the groceries. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. All right, we're all okay. We're all here. Yeah, Kurt. It wasn't. Sometimes it didn't want us to be great, man. It was rejecting our shot. You know, it didn't want us to be great, but but we're here. But you were speaking on um, the amazing time that you're able to spend right now during this time with your adult son, and the fact that you hadn't been in an actual store <laughs> uh, since March. Yeah, haven't been in uh, physically in a store since March. The great aspect of being with uh, a healthy son, doing all the grocery shopping. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, don't normally get this time with him. Um, yeah. Yesterday we attended uh, the protest march in Bloomington, Indiana, and that was the first time uh, that I had been out around a significant number of people. But yeah. uh, what a what a time, um, you know, for. Uh, this cause around the country and around the world and and I'm fortunate to be with my son who's part of the uh, the next generation I think the generation of change that's really going to make the difference um, you, you know you, you know for, I, for, I the, agree, for the future I agree with you I think we're in a 
uh, we're, we're in history. You know, we're in a paradigm shifting time. Uh, right. So it's really, really amazing to see uh, people like you, Prentice, people like you, Kurt, like your son, you know, getting out um, and, and supporting, being on the right side of history, so to speak, in, in my opinion. Uh, so that's just amazing. Um, and so um, let's kind of get into into you and what makes you special and what makes you dynamic. Uh, Kurt, uh, how long have you been in love with basketball? Because you got to be in love with basketball to be in this business. And how did you get on the women's yeah, side? I, I, <laughs> I fell in love with uh, the game at a very early age. I have a sister that was nine years older than me that was a terrific high school player okay. and went off to play in college. And so uh, from a very early age, respected and, and admired the women's yeah. game. Uh, I came from a small community in Western Pennsylvania that you had to be a teacher uh, in the school district in order to be a coach mm. in my senior year in high school when I was preparing in the fall for my upcoming basketball season. Uh, the AD and my high school basketball coach approached me and said, there's not a teacher in the school district interested in coaching the seventh and eighth grade girls middle school team. And they asked me, we know you're preparing for your season, but would you be willing to coach the seventh and eighth grade team? Uh, and I was still in my senior year. Well, so your senior year, your senior year of what? High school. Uh, high school. Oh, wow. So, so I would finish classes. I would run out of the high school, uh, the middle schools just across the parking lot. <laughs> okay. I'd run over into the middle school and uh, I'd get ready for practice. And uh, that's when it solidified it. My senior year in high school is coaching the seventh and eighth grade girls team in my community we had a good we had a good season we had a successful season and i was hooked ever since and and uh went off to college and was fortunate throughout my career kind of in the right place at the right time and uh not always a what you know but a who you know profession mm -hmm. and yeah. and yeah. uh and and had some doors open early in my career that that really propelled me to have an opportunity to be a, a head division one women's coach at an early age and and uh you know I'll, I'll be starting my 30th year this year or have started my 30th year so you say you can't gloss over that Kurt. Kurt, 30 years <laughs> Kurt, yeah. look we have something here at the ball and gems podcast anybody over 25 years goes into the ball and gems distinguished service Wall yeah. of Fame. You in the Distinguished Service Wall of Fame here at Ball of Gyms. Because that, well, that's, yeah. that's a lot of managing personalities and emotions. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that, it, you, you nail it. You, I tell people all the time, what's what's the hardest aspect of the job? And it's managing people mm -hmm. and not not players. It's, you know, managing people. And um, and so it's, it's not easy. But uh, I'll, I'll deny that uh, I, I'm going to say you guys are making an exception that I'm really not over <laughs> that uh, you're making an exception that I'm young I'm young I'm young at heart hey we like the young at heart man. hey so, hey, so Kurt so, so that, that psychology class at, at, at BW is, is, is going a long way right now huh absolutely Prentice and I obviously are proud alumni of Baldwin Wallace mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and so uh, we have you know that history involved but uh yeah uh, bw was the start of it and uh some great connections there that really helped me along the way hey, I love it. hey coach talk about how because uh, because you have a, people obviously in college and they, they they aspire to get to the w right just talk about how elite of the elite of the elite is necessary <laughs> to be in the w man it's 144 like 
like yeah so just kind of talk a little bit about the w's game and, and what and you think how is, hard it is like like a little bit yeah it's it's amazing and, and you know like uh you know i i say this to myself too like I was a huge basketball fan, huge advocate of women's basketball. And when I was a longtime Division One coach, I didn't follow the WNBA as closely as I should. Always had the excuse that we were recruiting in July and we were, you know, that was our lifeline was recruiting and didn't follow it. You know, my challenge to all the college coaches is to follow our game more. It's incredible. Mm. The, the game at the pro level is incredible. It will then translate to the players because as you mentioned, there's 144 jobs right now, 139 players currently in the WNBA mm. with the new salary cap. Not even every team's carrying 12 players. So there's 139 players currently wow. in the league. And uh, it's just so, so difficult to make the league. The game is different than the collegiate level because of some of the rules. The game, it, you know, takes on different terminology. Um, you know, defense of three seconds and our short shot clock, you know, change the game. Um, but I love our game. The pro game is amazing. The talent is insane. Right. And considering, <laughs> you know, the, the load management at our level compared to the NBA isn't necessarily games. Load management for us is in practice. And right. so, you know, our game does not get a ton of high intensity, long duration of practices. So our product for players that are coming back overseas and not having an off season for our product, not having a lot of practices is simply amazing. In my opinion, mm. since we don't get that practice time, that's how elite they are. If we that's ever got to the point where man. people had an off season, if we ever got to the point where we had more practice or time available. We had more fresh athletes available that weren't playing year round. It's incredible to me where our product could be and how good a game it is. It's already great. Yeah. It could, it could be even better. But it's like no one. I think the lowest draft pick this year to make a roster. The lowest draft pick this year to make a roster was uh, our draft pick at 23, and I think she's the only draft pick that made a roster under the 18th draft pick. What? So not one player made the team, not only one player in the second half of the draft, basically mid-second round through, through the third, third round, round, will start on an opening day roster this year. Man. So let me ask you this, Kurt. That, that's, you brought an excellent point. With, I guess you had a bunch of uh, other uh, draft picks that didn't even get a chance to try out this year, much less you know compete for a position. What about next year? After next year's draft, do you think a lot of those the young ladies who didn't get get a chance will, will get a chance and, and may even stifle some of the next next year's draft picks? I mean, what yeah, do you think? I think, I, I think there'll be years of domino effect as always, but uh, this you know next year will be particular. The great news is you can have 15 in camp at one time. Okay. And okay. because so many players play overseas, there's players that are arriving back into the States late. So it gives you early in camp an opportunity to look at some players who may not ultimately make your roster, but you get a look at them. Mm, this year, we mm. didn't even get that chance. Mm -hmm. We didn't get that look. And so next year, I think you'll see some of the players that didn't get a shot this year uh, get re-looked at, especially early in camps while some of the veterans of our league still are overseas. still overseas. Right. So I, I think they're going to get their shot. That's what... You know, those are the unfair conversations we had to have with players, you know, and not right. let it define them. You know, they, they can, they're going to get a shot if they, 
if they keep working hard. So, right. you know, challenging them to, you know, not let this moment define them. And this right. unprecedented time define them. Right. They will get a shot if they keep working. You know, I think when, when, when Kurt, when you, uh, Prentice, you spoke on something dynamic and showed it you, uh, Kurt, in terms of the domino effect. Uh, because, so you 2021, that's going to be that's coming out. It's, it's almost like two draft classes in one come next year. You know, when, I, when I'm really thinking about it, uh, because it's just so much talent. And then, Kurt, when you spoke on the, we're not even having the level of practices that other levels of basketball have. And I'm seeing some, I mean, some amazing talent. I mean, I <laughs> like some tremendous right. talent. So talk to me a little bit, let's say, from the style. I mean, every team has their own unique whatever. But the style changes, say, from even just five years ago in the W to now in terms of style of play. It's a, it's a league that's very up-tempo because of the 24-second shot clock mm-hmm. in attack mode. Obviously, trends in the NBA trickle to trends in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing more five-out offenses. You're seeing more versatility from the post players. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we still got that dominant low post players and grinder and fouls. But, you know, you're really, you see trends trickle down. And so the spread offense is becoming even more, you know, five people around the perimeter. Pick and roll offenses are big in our league. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interesting trend I'm, I'm waiting to see if it, it uh, filters to our league this year is, is the NBA is playing a little bit more zone all of a sudden. And, yeah, I kind of you know, saw that late in the year. Yeah. You know, the analytics say that the WNBA zone, or the NBA zone is up. It's not always been easy to do that with a defensive three-second call in our league, but um, I, I we're suspecting uh, that there's going to be you know more zone in our league than ever. Uh, the other trend that you may see here, because when we get back going this year, it's going to be a modified season. The NBA coming back with only eight or so games, and before they go into the playoffs, are you going to see even more extended defenses? Are you going to see more pressing uh, in the uh. NBA? Uh, yeah. than, uh-huh. than you typically have over a course of an 82-game schedule. Is the season short enough now that maybe uh, teams can extend uh, some defenses? And now you don't have travel. You know, you were going to be mm. in a single site. So it, it's going to be really interesting to see how uh, the... Di- you losing? Please tell me we didn't lose because that was good. <laughs> like, that was, it really was. Like, Pete, that was some things I didn't even think of. You know, like I know, the, right? the no travel, the the implementation That's more right, of the zone because of the single site, right? I, right, it, it IMG Academy, baby. Yeah, you know, I, I wasn't even, you know, stuff you just don't think of until you get, you know, a sharp mind qualified mind uh that's willing to share and be open and is aware of all these different things man it talks about the details man like like, like you have to really anticipate some things that 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 are coming along man it's 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 really making me uh think whether it's the w or the nba how how these things will give some advantage younger rosters right a younger roster that's talented that's only playing a shortened amount of time and no travel. Yeah, you getting that. Yeah, right. you getting after it defensively. Hey, people like uh, like Pat Beverly are about to go crazy in the league. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. We got him back. You know. <laughs> but, hey, all right, Kurt, you were talking about the uh, the no travel. 
Yeah, sorry we keep losing each other, but uh, yeah, that you know the the no sorry. travel makes it a little bit easier. Can you hear me? Yes. Um, you yes. Know, the, the yes. No travel makes it a little bit easier. So can we extend defenses? Can we press? Um, you know, can mm-hmm. the NBA? You know, you know the WNBA shorter season now. The NBA short uh, resumption of play. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what translates because of the situation and the unprecedented time we're in, what translates down to the court and style mm. of play. Wow. So, so how, how do the chances look this year? You're coming off a, a finals appearance last year. How are you looking this year? You know, any new additions? We need to, any surprises? You know, we're excited about the obviously addition. We knew last year we pushed all our chips in. We had eight players in the last year of their contract. We were going to be unable to have the same look of a team coming in the 2020 season. We came mm-hmm. up just a few minutes short in the winner-take-all game five. But yeah. uh, we're, we're excited right. about some of the off-season moves. Uh, you know, I asked our veteran players if there was one player and free agent that we could obtain, who would it be? And it was universally Dewana Bonner. And we were able to go out and get Dewana and, and bring her into the fold. She, she, uh, she's so versatile. Know, she's so versatile. You know, and we had been one of the youngest teams over the last four years. And one of the things that we wanted to do was continue to add championship experience. So bringing on uh, Brianne January, who's won a championship and one of the dynamic guard defenders of all, you know, the history of the league Mm -hmm. and and a great spacer of the floor. She can play point, but she also has led the league in three point shooting percentage. And then we brought a, a you know a Connecticut favorite back from her Yukon days and, and Mosqueda Lewis. Yes, Kalina. Uh, Kalina can really, yeah. you know, we lost some ability to shoot and space with the uh, loss of Shakina Strickland. So bringing KML off the bench, bringing Kalina off the bench to be able to space and make shots, that just continues to open up driving lanes for Junkwell Jones and Alyssa Thomas and now Dewana Bonner. So you know, we, we we feel arguably we can get in discussion that our big three at the 3-4-5 is as good as anybody's 3-4-5 with mm-hmm. Bonner, Alyssa Thomas, and John Quell Jones. Still, yeah, I agree with that. And your, and your <laughs> roster, man, you have like almost... Still have the veteran Jasmine yeah. Thomas doesn't get enough credit for her defense. Jasmine is tough as nails. Jasmine is uh, tough as nails. You know, the, the, the hard scoring punch and the dynamic loss for us is Courtney Williams. Like, she can mm-hmm. go get a bucket. Mm-hmm. She's a bucket getter. Uh, she's an emotional uh, bring <laughs> to the roster. So you know that 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 will be you know that's hard to replace. But we, yeah. we love our additions and um, we look forward to getting on the practice floor and and figuring out uh, the new chemistry and the and the new continuity with this group. Wow. Hey, hey um, and Kirk, if you're at liberty to to share some of your thoughts on. What are some of the the ways that you feel we could even grow the WNBA more? I know you spoke on, hey, make the college coaches, you know, following the game more. Do you have any any others? Because we're about that initiative, Prentice and myself, of finding ways to to grow the game, you know, to help get more eyes on the game, the connectivity of grassroots high school and so forth to the game. Do you have any ideas on maybe how that that can be done? Just, just speaking out loud, you know. Yeah, obviously, visibility, representation is hugely important for our league. So, you know, first it starts uh, with you know media, not only uh, television, and, and trying to grow us um, because visibility is going to really help. But it's the writers, and you know, like mm. so many people have been laid off. So many of the bloggers, so many of the people that you know follow our game is so important. 
and and you just see it pick up uh, the podcast, the bloggers, the, the writers. The more that they cover our league, the more that their stories are written. Uh, the more human interest stories that our, mm-hmm. our players mm-hmm. are so much more talented than just putting the ball in the basket. Uh, mm-hmm. They're very active with right. social causes. They're uh, they're a league that is supported and you know and really really not just in words but really supported in action that our players can speak out. Um, they can stand up you know, for what they believe and you know so those human interest stories and. Uh, the amazing women that we have in this league. If there's just, if there's more visibility, there's more print media, there's more television media following us. It's really going to grow. But we've got to be supported by more, you know, the the people that love the game. Um, right, you know, right, like you're saying, right. the grassroots. That do the AAU teams, you know, really follow us? Do the grassroots do? You know, like I've said, I I I was as guilty as anyone. I could have followed the WNBA more when I was a collegiate coach. I could have talked about the league more with our college players. Mm-hmm. I wasn't always coaching places that had players that were going to end up in the WNBA. So we we just, frankly, I, I, I failed. I dropped the ball. I didn't talk about the WNBA early in my career with, with our players. Mm-hmm. So, that's know, a, that's a, that's a good point. Areas help. Wow. Hey, you, you didn't hit on so many things for me, man. You've given me energy today. Kurt, the, look, the, you're giving know, me right? some energy. We, we need Sox. energy. Our, our league, our <laughs> league is great. We, we appreciate you guys. Talk, anything that talks about our game, any anything, uh, we, we just need to. Uh, it's just amazing. The, the women in our league are uh, are true, true, uh, special people. And uh, the more people that see that, we'll get it. And, the, you know, and then calling out the trolls. Calling out, uh, calling out these, the, no, these on online that uh, no one watches um, our right. game. You know, like uh, it's just such a, a fallacy. You know, still yeah, one of they, my hey, highlights. Hey, hey, really the, the trolls, Kirk, make it tough for people like Prentice and myself. And I'm gonna tell you how they make it tough for us because eventually the macro conversation is men aren't supporting the women, right? And we're like, yo, we're here, like. We're at the game. <laughs> right. Riding. Let's don't don't lump us all in there. We know you're great. You know, <laughs> like so so um yeah. Well yeah. even even to that, our, our brothers over in the NBA are are tremendous supporters and they mm-hmm. really genuinely appreciate. They understand schematically and schemes and, and some of the X's and O's that the women are executing and the women that are doing. Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. frustrating at times that the greatest men's players in the world have a respect for the women's game that, you know, some of the these fans that some of the casual, the you know, if they're even fans. Like that man, like but that's another Dude, story. They just that's, want that's attention. Story. They just want to, they just want attention. They, I don't know if they don't well, we want to tell you that want attention. we fully support with our money, with our time, with our platform, we fully support the WNBA and all the great people that make it happen, all the amazing talent. And we're going to continue to support it. We're going to shout it. We're going to share with as young a person that can dribble the ball and read and look. We're sharing the league, you know, <laughs> with them, and we're going to continue that. So we're in the fight with you guys, Kurt. Now, I want to tell you definitely. Um, I got a couple you. questions for Kurt. Yes, sir. All right, Kurt, I, I got a couple for you. One of them, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to know where this question came from. It's off off the beaten path a little bit, but uh, the question was, ask him why Gerard couldn't defend Iroquois back in the day. 
Okay, first of all, I know who exactly asked that question. <laughs> and, and his seven-win team a year did not guard us well. And uh, we'll remind him how many state championships. And not my senior year where we, we lost uh, in the quarterfinals of the state and came up a little short. But that, that Iroquois team and, uh, and, and John uh, talking uh, is, is, is uh, not anywhere true. So don't believe any of that nonsense. <laughs> none of those yeah, sh- shenanigans. Don't believe none of them shenanigans. Hey, I, I know when to consider the source. <laughs> you told me to ask that question. All right, this, this is a good one here. Uh, since, let me think. I want you, can you give me your top five all-time WNBA players? Ooh, wow, put me on the spot here. Woo! Well, I step it on, uh, well, oh, your, your players right, are Your players are exclusive. Are exclusive. That way you don't get in trouble. <laughs> All right. Um, no order. You don't need no order. No order. No order. Uh, I, Bird and Tarazi have got to be on there, in my opinion. Um, okay. Um, I am a huge um, uh, Houston Comet fan. So when you look at their trio of top, you know, right, top right, 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 Cooper, like it, it's hard to you know hard to single out. I, I just think. Cooper was really, really, really special. Um, and God, like five. You're, you're going to keep me to five. Um, you can you do can 10. Go. I get you, I get you 10. Go, go. I get you 10. <laughs> you, just, you just flow. You just yeah. get the flow, Coach. Leslie, I mean, uh, Lisa Leslie's got to be talked about. Um, mm-hmm. in, in, I believe for sure you've got. And by the way, talk about skill and grace. A combination of skill and grace and poise. Yeah. Is sheesh. <laughs> uh, certainly, I think that uh, to me, uh, the international player uh, of Lauren Jackson was, mm. you know, the, the, oh, yeah. the international no player that really impacted our league. And, and the international player su- plays such a big part of our league for sure. And she was one of the greats and, uh, and appreciate that. And then wh- the person to me that sometimes doesn't always get uh, lumped into Mount Rushmore of the women's game. But uh, just, you know, single-handedly took her team to a championship, and, and that's unfair to her teammates, but really was a catalyst to that championship and, you know, was the Swiss Army knife, could do a little bit of everything. It's no ca- girl, P. catching, you know. Yep, so I knew he was going catching. there. I knew he yeah. was going there. You know, yes. now <laughs> she's doing great things for the organization still uh, in, in in the front office for the fever and just I just have great respect uh, and she's always she's not always mentioned in in the first sentence with some of those players. Mm-hmm. And, and, and was it was great on both sides of the ball. Great, in, incredibly incredible energy, which allowed mm-hmm. her to be one of the elite defenders of all time. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. Okay, that's all right. Hey, hey, yeah, let's stop. Right. That's good. That's a good stopping point. Good stopping point. I'm okay with that. Hey, coach, that that was hey. hey. Them, them years in this game, man, you got you you love the game, and we love people who love the game. And, and the WNBA is blessed to have someone of your caliber, you know, championing the league, leading uh, the women. Uh, we think it's amazing, and we are forever grateful and indebted for you giving us your time here on the Ball and Gems podcast. Good, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, how can people reach you on on social media? We'll make sure they have your handles so they can support you. I'm terrible on Instagram, even though I have it. Um, but we're gonna we gonna force it out of you. We're gonna know, force like, it out of you. I, and uh, you know, I'm I'm more active on Twitter. Uh, okay. 
and that's uh, I believe uh, Kurt Miller at WBB at okay, Kurt Miller you. WBB I think I, if you look up Kurt Miller I, I'm, I'm assuming you can find me uh, okay. <laughs> you know active uh, for my college my college guys and my high school friends and everything on Facebook but my biggest following is certainly Twitter my Instagram again Kurt Miller stuff uh, I'm not near as good on Instagram but I'm trying to get better <laughs> All right, Coach. We want to tell you thank you so much, so 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 much, uh, for your time. Keep doing what you're doing. You have supporters in us, and anytime you need a platform, we are here for you. We want to tell you thank you. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it, my friend. Have a good one. That was really really good. I feel like, man, these podcasts be like a guilty pleasure, man, because. We could, we could talk all day, you know. I know, right? <laughs> about, about basketball, and uh, you learn something all the time, right? You learn something all the time. Uh, people are, are so giving to give his time, his knowledge, his energy. Um, he's very candid, he's very transparent, uh, very real. And those are the type of people you need at the forefront um, as the game continues to evolve, continues to grow, continues to to push the envelope uh, for others to, you know, become aware and become supporters and become allies of the W. Um, he made me think of Ari Ivory, uh, by the way, she's with Beecher Report, because uh, he said, man, it's so important. And I could just hear her. That's her tagline, B, for the W. The W is so important. Yeah. <laughs> it's so important and I, I, I kind of heard that today so forever thankful forever grateful uh, I another episode in the books I am your co-host Cameo Williams from Gems in the Gym and I'm Prentice Belly from Ball and together we just rocked a W episode of Ball and Gems podcast featuring none other than the head women's yeah. basketball coach of the Connecticut Sun Kurt Miller he got it Miller. done. He got it done. We are so appreciative. Um, as always, please don't just tell one friend. Not two, not three, not four, not five, tell not six. Tell everybody but... to run us up, to subscribe, to share, everybody. to retweet, to inform, uh, suggest guests um, to us. We want to be a platform that's about the people. We're the people's platform. That's what we are. You know, support the W. Let's go, the w, go to the game, baby. baby. We'll catch y'all on the flip side. We'll holler. <laughs>